Kay Kirkman here from the Gen X Career Show. And today we are talking about the summer slump, how to conquer the summer slump, the summer blues. If you're feeling a little bit demotivated in these warm summer months, depending on where you are, today's show is for you. I am going to break down five ways that you can re-energize your life your career passion, your search for the perfect job, the perfect career for you. And I'm going to break down five ways that you can start to do this now. So if you are in that place where you're feeling a little bit down, as I said, a little bit demotivated, keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show. The only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. So the first thing that I suggest, the first thing that I suggest is to change your environment just a way for you to get out, change your environment. And you'll find that when you change your environment, a lot of times just that in itself re-energizes you because your brain starts getting used to doing the same thing a certain way. You know, think about when you drive home from wherever you are, you drive home. Have you ever driven home and you get home and you're like, wow, I don't even know how I got here. Like, like you, you, Almost it's like you zone out because it's something that is, is so ingrained in you. You're, you. you're just so used to it that you don't even think about it anymore. So do something different. Change your environment. You know, if you drive to work, maybe drive a different way home, you know, or stop at a park on the way home and kind of take a breath. Whatever it is for you, changing your environment can help you to re-energize yourself and get yourself out of the summer slump. All right. And number two, now this is something that could really re-energize you if you are someone who uh, really, really uses what I'm going to talk to talk about, or you're on what I'm going to talk about a lot, which is social media. Get off of social media. I know some of you are listening to me like, what? Get off of social media. What? You cut off my right arm? Is that what she said? No. Get off social media. Now, before I get hate mail, let me just say that if you are someone who is very, very dependent, let me say, on social media, and listen, I'm putting myself right in the same category because I feel like I'm on social media probably entirely too much uh, for the entirely wrong reason sometimes. But maybe just take an hour break, a two hour break, or maybe just say no Sunday. I think I've seen this hashtag on Instagram, no Sunday social media. Because what happens, and I'm not saying this is happening to anyone here. I'll just speak for myself. You know, they say, uh, uh, you know, I don't know who needs to hear this. Well, I need to hear this. (laughs) Sometimes you can get into this place where you're on social media and you're scrolling and you're looking at your friends from high school on vacation in 
in Spain or in Paris or, you know, on the beach and they've got their family and they've got their perfect family and their perfect little dog, you know, and, and you, it could just seem like everyone is doing so much better than you are. Now, maybe you don't feel that way or maybe you've never felt that way. I have felt that way. And so what I find is that sometimes your brain can fool you into thinking that you're not doing anything because you're so busy watching everyone else's lives. And by the way, you're looking at a life and maybe longing for a life that they may or may not even be living. Ouch. So the life that you're looking at and the life that you think you want to emulate may not even be the true life that they're living. Let that sink in. So, and I've done this too, just get off of social media for an entire day. I've gone longer than that, but it is so amazing how great you feel about yourself (laughs) with no one to compare yourself to. You know, especially if you're in this place where you're looking for your career passion and you're looking at this one getting promoted and that one getting promoted and this one starting a business, it can really be, it can be demotivating. And so hopefully this is not an issue for you, but if it is, and even if it's not, it might be a a good thing to take a break from social media to re-energize yourself and go towards your career passion, your goals and your dreams, the things that you're working towards. So that is number two, get off social media. So we got get outside, get off social media. Number three is plan something to look forward to. You know, in a lot of places, school is starting up again. And I know when I was a kid, school starting up again was always you know, like the renewal, right? It was almost like New Year's because you're starting a fresh new school year. I remember, you know, shopping uh, for for new clothes at Masters. That was <laughs> that was one of the stores that my mom used to take us to, um, and me and my brother, to get our new school clothes. You remember the night before school started, you know, you would lay out all your little clothes and you'd have the shoes and the clothes and you were so excited. It was like it was Christmas morning and you were ready to jump into your shoes and, well, you have to jump into your pants first. Okay, jump into your pants or your skirt and put on your shoes and and you were so ready to start. So why not create that same type of excitement for yourself as an adult? So this could look like a couple of different things, you know, maybe you could set a goal for yourself, something that you're going to do, a phone call, something that you're going to, you know, something you're going to do, like you're working towards your goal of finding your career passion, getting a new position, starting a new job, uh, you know, whatever your goal is, maybe you could set a target. And then once you reach it, have some sort of a reward for yourself. So maybe you'll buy yourself a new outfit. Maybe you'll get yourself a piece of jewelry. Maybe you'll treat yourself to a spa day or, you know, something that you like to do. Maybe you'll go for a hike, you know, or or whatever it is that you like to do. So that's one way you could look at it. You could set a target, um, you know, something that you're working towards, something that you can look forward to, like that first day of school. And then when you hit it, you can actually reward yourself. The other thing you can do 
is just, you know, maybe just get yourself a just because, you know, gift or reward. Doesn't have necessarily have to be monetary. It could be just something that you plan for yourself that you can look forward to doing that is something that's going to uplift you, something that's going to re-energize you. You know, but the point of this step is pl- plan something for yourself to look forward to. So whether that be a goal that then you're going to reward yourself for, or if it's just an experience or something you want to do or something you want to buy for yourself, something small. When you have something to look forward to, it automatically re-energizes you. That's why setting goals are so important because it's just the mere fact of setting the goal and having something to look forward to. You know, that's why that's why um, when people are depressed, the biggest thing that that they look for or that you know that it, it is said that they look for is hope. Or excuse me. When people are depressed, one of the biggest things that they lack is hope. When you don't have something to look forward to, be that a smile from a friend, you know, or a hug or or something. When you don't have something to look forward to every single day, that many times if you're depressed, that's one of the biggest indicators is that you've lost hope. And so when you set a goal, or when you have something to look forward to, that that's hope, right? It's excitement, re-energizing yourself. So that's the next one, is to plan something to look forward to, number three. Number four, ramp up for the new year now. So you know how on January 1st, everybody makes the standard New Year's resolution, you know, they're going to increase their spirituality. They're going to get a new job. They're going to lose 20 pounds. You know, the standard New Year's resolutions. But everybody always starts them on January 1st. So why don't you, if you are in the middle of looking for, or wherever you are in the process, but you're looking to find your career passion, you're looking to find work that you truly enjoy, why not make now the end of summer your new year? And start to ramp up now so you could create a plan that you're going to start to attack in the new year or even start it before the new year. So that by the time the new year rolls in, by the time 2022 rolls in, you've already got some momentum going, right? So you could do that or you could reflect. So you could either start planning now or you could start your reflection process of what you have accomplished so far this year. That's another thing that really re-energizes you because a lot of times what happens is we negate, we downplay the small incremental progress that we're making every single day. But if you look back at everything that you've done this past year up, up until now, you will be surprised at the amount of progress that you've made. Even if to you it's small, think about all the the accomplishments that you've made, whatever they are. Even if you made a phone call, you connected with a new friend, you made a new contact, you made a new, uh, you networked, you know, whatever you did. So going back to look at what you've done previously in the year can be extremely, extremely re-energizing. 
So you can either start to plan, you can start to assess and and then set some goals that you're going to implement in the new year. Or you could really just take this time to reflect on what it is that you want the rest of the year and the beginning of next year to look like. Whatever you choose to do, the point of this step is to treat this late summer into early fall as your new year ramp up, whatever that looks like for you. And again, that's going to give you momentum. That's going to give you excitement. It's going to give you hope. It's going to give you something to shoot for, something to look forward to. And again, all of that will serve to re-energize you. And finally, number five is start to think about what you want your life to look like. And start to put on your calendar the actions, the activities that you would need to take in order to make that a reality. Now, this step is really important because think about it. We've got August, we've got September. Once we do that, we start getting into our holidays. You've got Halloween, if that's something that you participate in. Then, of course, you've got Thanksgiving. Then you've got Christmas. And then you've got New Year's. So you've got all of these different obligations that are going to be coming for for many people. Now, you might not need to deal with that. But if you do, there may be things that you are obligated to do that you could find yourself getting sucked into and letting your own goals and plans, you know, working towards your new career, you might find yourself shelving all of those things so that you can do all of the obligatory things. And since last year was so different in terms of the holidays, many people might feel more obligated than ever to be with the family, to do certain things of that nature. So what I'm saying to do is to look at your goals in terms of how you want your life to look for the rest of this year into the next year and start putting concrete actions on the calendar. That way, when you start scheduling other obligations, they are getting scheduled around the things that you're doing for you. Now, even if it means that, because you still have the obligations, if they're obligations, that means you have to do them. So you may not be able to get to every single thing that you put down, but at least you've got them on the calendar. You've put those things on the calendar first. If they're on the calendar, there's going to be less likelihood that you're going to schedule something in that time and not do what it is that you plan to do. So again, that last step is you want to put action steps Whatever those steps may be, I'm going to reach out to five employers. I'm going to brush up on my resume. I'm going to sit down and write down 10 ideal careers that I would love to have. Put those things on the calendar first. That way, when you start scheduling your obligations, they're going to be scheduled around the things that you've put in place for yourself to move yourself forward. Okay? So I'm going to recap the five, and then I'm going to give you your bonus. So the first one, how we're beating the summer blues and we are re-energizing our life and career. Number one, we're going to get outside. Number two, we're going to get off social media. 
Number three, we're going to plan something to look forward to. And I just wanted to add, too, that there are a lot of fun things that you can do coming up in the fall, like apple picking, you know, a new hobby, a new class. You know, I don't think I mentioned those when I was saying create something to look forward to, but those are other things you might want to think about. Okay, so number three was plan something to look forward to, to give you hope, to give you, um, you know, something to aspire to. Number four, you know, ramp up for the new year now, right? Treat this like your new year. Treat this late summer, early fall as your new year. And whatever that looks like for you, is it a time of reflection? Is it a time of creating a plan of action? What is it for you? It's your new year. How do you want to spend it? And then number five, put down your action steps of things you want to do to move closer to your career passion. Put those things down first and then put all of the holiday and the other obligations that are coming up at the end of the year. You want to put all that stuff around the things that you are planning for yourself. And my bonus tip, on how to re-energize yourself. And this you can use anytime. I mean, you can use it in the summer, you can use it in the fall, whenever you want to use it. And this is what I call make yourself a joy box. Now, what is a joy box? You know how you get cards and letters, uh, thank yous, a really kind email, a little trinket from a friend, somebody sends you a book, Somebody says something really cool to you, gives you a compliment. All of those things, I want you to find a box. You can go to, you know, Home Goods. You can go to Walmart. You can take a shoe box. It doesn't have to be fancy. And every time you receive something or you hear something or somebody tells you something that makes you feel just just over overjoyed or when you have a fabulous day you know take a piece of paper and write about that day and throw it in the box you get a birthday card you get a card from a friend throw that in the box there's a little you know stone a, a stone that you find when you're on a walk you're on the beach and you find a seashell put anything that gives you joy anytime you feel joy you put that in the box and then when you get into your slumpy, slumpy ways, when you find yourself slumping, you go to this box and you open the box and you read the letters and you, you look at the trinkets and you're reminded of that time when you felt joy and automatically it re-energizes you. And you can fill the, the box with anything. The only stipulation for this box is it can only, only, only have things in there that make you feel good. It can only have things that bring you joy. So whatever that is for you. And if you're someone who says, well, okay, I don't know what brings me joy, write, write down a list. Write down a list of all the things that absolutely, absolutely bring you joy and put that in the box. And at first, maybe all you're doing is reading that list. And then you'll see as you start to think about these things, think on these things, they will start to come into your life. I guarantee. So that is what I have for you all today. Hopefully, you're not slumping too much and you're enjoying your summer. But if you are feeling a little bit of those summer blues, if you are 
in a bit of a summer slump. I hope some of these tips or all of these tips will help you get out of that summer slump and jump back into joy, progress, and moving closer towards your career passion and work that you truly enjoy. So again, that's it for now. And as always, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.